I'd like to start our time together today discussing this blue-handled shovel that assaulted me during COVID. Now, I've had to travel back to my home state of Michigan in the middle of Michigan during COVID to attend the funeral of a close family member that died unexpectedly. Now, it was a terrible weekend because of the loss of life of that special person who had dedicated her life to the service of others in need. But I have to say it was also an awesome weekend because I got to see much of my extended family that I hadn't seen in a long time and many old friends. I traveled from San Francisco to Detroit on a plane and then had to take a long bus ride because there were no cars to rent. And on that plane ride and bus ride back to Michigan, all I could do was complain in my head. All I could do was whine. All I could do is binge at the buffet of excuses about what was going wrong in my life. But on the plane ride back, on the bus ride back, all I could think of were all the joyful things in my life. And I'd like to explain that because when I got to this funeral, and this funeral was one of many that I've attended. Unfortunately, the first one I attended was when I was just nine years old, when my mom passed away. And my last will be my own. But when I got to that funeral, when I got to this site, this grave site, I saw this blue-handled shovel leaning up against this tree next to the fresh grave, and it assaulted me. It screamed at me. It said, you should complain less. You should forgive more because you do not know when I am coming for you. And yes, I know it's a little weird to take a picture of a shovel next to a grave, but it really changed me um, because I, did, I began to understand that we do not know when the shovel will be for us, but we can figure out and we can strive to figure out how to be better people and how to help those in need while we are waiting for the shovel to be for us. So my suggestion for us today is that we don't wait for tomorrow. We don't wait until that shovel is for us, is that we begin today to become better versions of ourselves. We begin today, and the goal for obviously this lecture, is to ignite our vitality for 2024 starting today. So hello everyone, my name is uh, Alan Mishra. I'm an orthopedic surgeon and sports medicine specialist and I'm delighted to be here with you. I'm also the founder of VitalityExplorers.com and you can see a lot of the references to everything we're gonna talk about on the Vitality Explorer Substack site. You can use the QR code or look it up online. I'd like to start also with a second question for everybody. This one's a little bit of a snarky question, but the question is, are you a hero? Now this, this conference we're at, the Longevity Fest and you know, how to elevate healthcare has, is just filled with amazing people. And we're all here, I hope, for the same purpose, and that is to learn how to live longer and better lives and to help our patients do the same. So I'm, I'm gonna suggest that each and every one of you listening to this, watching this, is a hero. And I have a suggestion for us to start, because if you're still alive, the dictionary definition of vitality in the minimal sense is being alive, you are vital. So just whisper to yourself or whisper in your head that you are vital as we move forward and talk over the next 25 minutes or so. And it, there's something magical that happens when you start to believe yourself to be a hero, when you become the hero of your own journey. When, you, when that happens, you can shift your mindset to awesome. You can also accept the call the epic adventure that we call living in this world. By the way, this is a picture uh, of the Field of Lights, which is near San Luis Obispo in California, and I highly recommend you check it out. It's one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. I think it's still up and running right now. 
But when you take that chance and you become a hero, it's not just based on my opinion. And everything you're going to hear in the next 25 minutes or so is based on peer-reviewed published data that you can find on the Vitality Explorer Substack site. But a hero's journey really does enhance our vitality. And here are the conclusions of a paper that was published just this year. That when you take on that challenge, when you become the hero of your own life, you have a higher sense of meaning and well-being. You have enhanced resilience when you face challenges. And when you do see those challenges or obstacles, you view them more positively and then more creatively. So you find ways to smash through up and around the obstacles because you are a hero, right? All right. Today, we're going to talk about how you can live the most vital life going into 2024 and ignite your vitality based on something I call the vitality blueprint. And we're only going to have time to go through four components of the vitality blueprint. That is optimize time, stockpile health, cultivate closeness, and pinpoint your peak purpose. Okay, so this is going to be a little bit of drinking from the fire hose, but I, my goal, our goal for the next a period of time is to give you specific actionable things to do for each one of them okay so the first thing I want to talk about is time and here are the four ways you can optimize your time you can start today to live in the now you can think with time in mind you can respect your future self and you can take the million second challenge so let's jump right into that first one of how you can live in the now now it's kind of a strange kind of thought and you can drive yourself a little crazy trying to figure out what exactly that word means but i suggest that you either look it up or think about it i don't know if it's a few fleeting moments but whatever the now is each of us in this room are living in the now and we brought our past and we have our future in front of us but how are we going to have the best most vital 2024 or maybe the best most vital rest of our day or the week one of the things i'm going to suggest is that we avoid future regret. And the best way to avoid future regret is to identify your best next step. And part of that is living in the now. And one of the things I want to teach teach us and remind myself and all of us is that the most effective way to change almost anything is just to increase your awareness of it. And if you're a golfer or a tennis player, I suggest you can you, you check out these two books that I've read that are very important and, and they're important beyond they're being important beyond just tennis and golf. And what Timothy Galway teaches us in this book, the first one's about tennis, is he reduced it to basically two words, bounce, hit. So when the ball bounces, you hit it. All right, now the idea is not to be too technical about how you hold the racket, where you put your feet, but when you hit it, try to be aware of where the ball goes, and then you're gonna slowly but consistently improve your 